Hello, and welcome, Hemming Brainiacs, to the Hemingway List, the podcast where we do things the Hemingway. My name is Dan. You may know me as Acoustic Eels on the subreddit, and you are hearing my voice today because our benevolent leader, Andrew Lewis, is a father today. Applause all around. Uh, let's pull up that little cutie. Where is he? Toby. Toby's here, born at 11.01 p.m. Tuesday, October 18th, or maybe the 17th because of international dateline, weighing 3.85 kilograms, which is 8 pounds 7 ounces in freedom units, if you're curious. There's no length measurement given, but I'm looking at these photos, and uh, he appears to be about the size of a baby, so that should give you a mental image. And if you would like an actual image, that can be found on his Instagram, at Andrew Lewis. Spell just like just like his ready username. And yes, looks very cute. And uh, we were happy for him, so I'm drinking a toast. L'chaim, to life. Um, so I'll be doing this for a couple days to a couple weeks, however long he needs. And... Yes, let's check out our poets. We had Christopher Smott yesterday. Swims for the Mama Fishy, as usual, our librarian slash historian, with the much appreciated Cliff's Notes of the biography. Smart, she says, Smart earned a living in London, editing and writing copy for periodicals and composing songs for the popular theater. In the 1750s, Smart developed a form of religious mania that compelled him to continuous prayer. Samuel Johnson, whom we read a few days ago, remarked, My poor friend Smart showed the disturbance of his mind by falling upon his knees and saying his prayers in the street or in any other unusual place. Smart was confined with one brief intermission until 1763 in St. Luke's Hospital and then in Mr. Potter's Madhouse in Bethnal Green. <laughs> Sounds like the... Uh, the Harry Potter sequel that uh, that uh, J.K. didn't write. Uh, Smart is best known for a song to David, which praises the author of the Psalms as an archetype of the divine poet. Although in its own time, the poem is greeted largely with confusion. <laughs> That's good, so it's not just me confused. Later poets, such as Browning and Yeats, would single out this poem for its affirmation of spirituality in an increasingly materialistic world. The last five years of Smart's life were marked by increasing debt and need. He was arrested for debt in 1770 and died on May 21st, 1771 in debtor's prison. Sucks. Smart is also known for his distinctive and often anthologized homage to his cat, Jeffrey. Yes, we love the cat poems. For I will consider my cat Jeffrey, for he is a servant of living God, duly and daily serving him. Amazing. Love cats. I'm definitely a cat person, so I appreciate that. I was sad about the uh, the, uh, the other poem where they drowned, but yes, let us. And uh, that was the only comment, because obviously you guys are all like me. Like, I don't know what to say like about a poem. Like, wow, that was a poem. I don't know. That doesn't remind me of anything. I'm just like, wow, yep, that, somebody wrote that. Okay. So, but they're cool to read, and um, it's nice to have Swim contextualizing for us. Let's move on to another woman poet. Hooray! Jane Elliott. 
born 1727, died 1805. And it looks like she was Scottish, because there's a fair amount of dialect and uh, vocab entries. So, in, <laughs> excuse me. Instead of putting those in the poem, I'll just read those. I'll just read them out quick. So we have lane or field track, weeded, sheepfolds, joking, milk pail, harvest, binders, gray-haired, wrinkled, coaxing, lusty lads, that's swankies, means lusty lads, bogey or hide-and-seek, and mourning, with a U. So if you hear a word that you don't know, just insert one of those that I just said. Is this thing still recording? It just shut off. Yes, we are all good. Alright, here is A Lament for Flodden. F-L-O-D-D-E-N. Flodden. I've heard them lilting at our ewe milking, lasses all lilting before dawn a day. But now they are moaning on Ilka Green loaning. The flowers of the forest are all weed away. At bucks in the morning, nay blithe lads are scorning. Lasses are lonely and dowy and way. Nay daffing, nay gabbing, but sighing and sobbing. Elk one lifts her leglin and hies her away. In Hearst at the shearing, nay youths now are jeering. Bansters are liart and runkled and grey. At fair or at preaching, nay wooing, nay fleeching. The flowers of the forest are all weed away. Excuse me. At e'en in the gloaming, nay swankies are roaming, bout stacks with the lasses at bogle to play. But ilk one sits eerie, lamenting her dearie. The flowers of the forest are all weed away. Dool and way for the order sent our lads to the border. The English, for once, by guile won the day. The flowers of the forest that fought a the foremost, the prime of our land, lie cold in the clay. We'll hear Neymar lilting at our ewe milking. Women and bairns are heartless and way, sighing and moaning on Ilka Green loaning. The flowers of the forest are all weed away. Just the one poem today. It's kind of hard not to slip into a Scottish accent, even though I don't actually know how to do that when reading that. Uh, it sounds like maybe a reference to a historical battle between England or Scotland. I'll, I'll wait for Swim to tell us about that. Um, but yeah, there is our poem in my first entry in my long-term sub or medium term and uh, until Ander feels like he's ready to come back. So yeah, go check him out again. He's got baby baby pics on Instagram and uh, let's wish our boys Ander and Toby uh, health and long life and maybe a bit of sleep as well. And that's all I got for now. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.